InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Technology has dramatically changed just about everything in the world, including the world of medicine. Our next guest is plugged into this world on a daily basis. He's Dr. Bill Hansen, Professor and Chief Medical Information Officer at the University of Pennsylvania School of Medicine. You have written a book titled Smart Medicine, How the Changing Role of Doctors Will Revolutionize Healthcare. Folks from a certain generation who grew up watching the TV medical dramas, they think that all the doctors carry pagers and that the hospitals have paging systems telling the doctors where to report. But technology has changed all that, hasn't it? Oh, it sure has. Actually, when I was growing up, both as a child and son of a doctor in the hospital, and then early on in my own career, physicians were reached routinely by overhead pages. Then we carried beepers. Now, of course, we all carry smartphones, and we're reached by voice and text messaging for medical communications, and there's even some use of smartphones for transmission of images. Yeah, it's interesting. Your first chapter, you talk about a whole gamut of signals you get in the middle of the night regarding a patient. Some wake you up and some do not, which is the way it's supposed to be, I guess. Well, it's not so much that there is a way it's supposed to be. I think a lot of these technologies tend to evolve and they find their own uses. So, you know, I'll get phone calls about things that are urgent and require a two-way communication or two-way conversation with my trainees or my fellow colleagues. So I think that these technologies tend to evolve and we find ways to use them that aren't what the inventors might necessarily have predicted. You also mention the very popular Star Trek show and Bones, the physician on the ship who has the tricorder, medical tricorder. And what you're saying, I guess, is that with enough apps, the smartphone is kind of approaching that. Yeah, as with a lot of science fiction, the authors sort of anticipated the direction in which technology might go. And the writers for that particular series got a lot of things right, including the tricorder that Bones carried. And the tricorder was a device that did a lot of diagnostic work and sort of monitored the patient's vital signs. And in fact, there are smartphone applications today that can help us with diagnosis, help us with giving medical information about diseases and drugs, and in fact, monitor vital signs. So some of the Smartphone applications you get in the online stores allow you to measure and monitor heart rate, or in fact, there is one application that can be used to duplicate a stethoscope using the microphone on the smartphone. Moving on to telemedicine, this is something that we've heard about, we've read about for probably decades, but it's really starting to come into its own, isn't it? It is. Actually, telemedicine, as you point out, has been around for almost 100 years now, some of the early Telemedical initiatives started with radio and telephone back at the early part of the 1900s. For a variety of reasons, those areas never took off, but we're now actually seeing significant use of telemedicine in a whole range of areas, including radiology. And to give you an example there, we have radiologists in Australia reading films during their daytime that were taken in the middle of the night for us, and you could have an expert, U.S.-trained and U.S.-credentialed, radiologist in Australia looking at a film on a patient at 3 o'clock in the morning and making highly technical readings of those films, and they're available because they're awake, whereas an expert radiologist in the U.S. might not be available till the next day. We also have dermatologists looking at images from patients in Africa. We have a dermatologist at the University of Pennsylvania who 
is an expert in tropical diseases, and she is sent pictures of lesions on patients in Africa and reads them more or less in real time and is communicating with field workers in African health care settings. I've worked as an intensive care telemedical specialist where I'm sitting in a command booth looking at patients from several hospitals simultaneously using cameras and microphones and smart software. So telemedicine has, in fact, taken off, and we'll see more and more of it because it's a way to have experts extend their expertise over geographic and over time to places where otherwise it might not be available. We're talking with Dr. Bill Hansen, author of Smart Medicine, How the Changing Role of Doctors Will Revolutionize Healthcare. Doctor, as far as continuing education for doctors to stay up on the latest technology, how has that changed? I would imagine a lot of that is now done through the web. Yeah, and some people would lament that because <laughs> there was a day when continuing medical education only occurred in exotic locations and a doctor would go someplace to get some education combined with some sun or with some skiing or what have you. But uh-huh. it's now quite possible to get a lot of your continuing medical education done online using very sophisticated portals where you have online lectures, online videos, that the competence of the trainee, the physician who's getting the education can be tested using online tests. Now people still do take advantage of a variety of ways of doing their continuing medical education, but the web is a big part of it. Looking ahead to the future, do you see a point at which somebody who maybe doesn't feel good can connect themselves to a machine that has some giant database and can scan them? And Now, you do mention in your book that medicine is a combination of art and science, so I'm not sure that could ever be in a computer, but what's your thought on that? Well, you know, that's a very interesting question. In fact, I just wrote an essay for a website on that topic. If you think about what we can do with databases that recognize your purchase patterns and what you might then like to buy in the future. So examples of that are iTunes has this genius function you may be familiar with where based on what music you've purchased in the past, it recommends music that people with your same pattern of purchases have liked. Similarly, in detecting credit card fraud, people who are using your credit card in a way that's not characteristic of you can be flagged and a phone call go out saying that someone's using your card, are you that someone? These pattern recognition things are very susceptible to medical use now that we have large databases that speak to your own particular pattern of laboratory studies and physical findings and compares them to other patients with known diseases. So I think we will see that kind of a thing where a patient may be able to connect themselves to a machine or they're connected to a machine and the data from their vital signs, their laboratory studies, and their history is compared against big databases. I think that is very much part of the future. Is there another big breakthrough in the whole technology era that you see on the horizon? Well, I think we're, you know, living it, so it doesn't appear to be as dramatic as it will be. But the combination of genetic information that we'll get from blood analyses and ability to manage large data sets is going to completely make over the way that we think about diseases. There'll be new names for diseases. Many diseases that we think about today as a certain kind of cancer may be broken down into subtypes based on the genetic profile of that cancer. And I think that that's where the big breakthroughs of the future will come. So we'll have better information, better detailed information about how our DNA works with different diseases. And then we'll be able to use very personalized treatments. So this whole era of personalized medicine that's been 
discussed in popular publications is about to be on us, and we'll all soon have our own genetic profile available, should we wish it, in ways that should help revolutionize disease diagnosis and treatment. Well, it's fascinating stuff, and the book is Smart Medicine, How the Changing Role of Doctors Will Revolutionize Healthcare, and it seems to already be happening. William Hansen, MD. Doctor, we want to thank you so much for joining us on InfoTrack. Thanks so much for having me. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.